listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank, sponsored by the Blue Wire Network. Uh, it's going to be JK3 and Derek here tonight. Corey is, where's he at again? At the movies? Watch really the, the I don't movies? know. Apparently, he's, he's at some, some Marvel movie. Yeah, the Marvel movie he's seeing the, <laughs> the, the Doctor Strange with the cake yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, shout out to Corey, man. Family time is most important, but man, we got some stuff uh, to discuss with you guys tonight. And you know, the schedule just rolled out. Uh, quick draft look back. Um, we might even bring up this kicking incident. I guess it's it never. It, it's court. the it's the gift that keeps on giving. Look at that. He tried he didn't kick field goals and now he he kicking a shot con in the you know where. Uh in the wallet. <laughs> yeah, in the wallet. Uh man, you know, uh bad workplace. When when you when you have a hostile workplace, uh I guess that that that's not good and you gotta suffer the consequences. And so now that the Jags are gonna have to deal with that. But no, we, we are definitely excited about the schedule rollout. They have a tough, tough, you know, road, especially through that AFC West. Um, oh, every quarterback is capable of throwing for 403. Quick, oh my god, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> remember it. those two numbers 403. Yeah, well, before Not we 400 get to the... and three, but 400, then three. Yeah, before we get into the uh, the schedule, man, we got the uh, the rookies rookie minicamp starts tomorrow, um, on the 13th, as, as of this recording on May 12th. So they start uh, they're showing up here tomorrow. So, uh, of course, everybody's got, you know, a ton of draft content and uh, a ton of draft things already going up. But one thing I wanted to ask you prior to, uh, you know, getting to the schedule release and everything, um, what rookie are you uh, excited about seeing hit the field tomorrow? You know, not like, not like we're going to actually see them because we're still waiting on our press passes, you know. So but like who, who are you excited about, you know, getting on the field? Uh, Devin Lloyd, to be honest with you. Um, not even, not even Walker, not even the first pick, but Devin Lloyd, because, yeah. you know, there's a glaring need there at the linebacker position. Um, we definitely have, you know, we're bringing in new guys. Uh, so I, I really want to see just to, you know, how he moves, keep him healthy. Uh, no, no, no Achilles, no ACLs, none of that stuff. Knock on wood, no hammies, none of that junk. Mm-hmm. Um, just go out. And, uh, you know, not go through the motion, but go through some solid, some solid things and, and see what the, you know, how, how quickly he adapts, uh, to, to getting on the field because he's going to get on the field. There's no, there's no doubt about that. He's going to play. Okay. We, one, you don't draft somebody in the first round and don't anticipate them playing, but two, uh, that position is a, is a position of need and we're definitely going to need him to, to be there for us. So yeah, that, that's one player I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if I don't know if he'll be on the field because technically he still is a rookie, even though he got hurt his rookie season. So technically, this is his actual rookie season. But uh, if ETN is, is back, or if he does get to participate, you know that that would be a good one for me. That um, I, I really am banking on the chemistry between him and and Trevor. Um, and then really just seeing how the Jags uh, want to have this two-headed running back uh, monster, pro- possibly three now with the addition of Snoop Connor. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm really, you know, looking at the running backs. I'm really looking at seeing how they catch out of the backfield. Uh, some of the cuts, again, you know, hoping everyone at least still comes off the field very, uh, you know, un- unscathed, <laughs> you know, just go out there mm-hmm. kind of, you know, hit a couple bursts of speed. Worst part about it, man, and the most anxious part about this time of the year is those soft tissue injuries, those, those tears, those ACL tears, Achilles tears, anything can happen. So I think, like, most importantly, you know, make a couple plays, you know, a, a couple things like that, and then just get off the field unhurt, get everything needed to go, everybody show up. That's all we need. Yeah. When you look at how – the, the team is definitely obviously you're tr- they're trying to get younger. Um, that's the last thing we need is injuries to to, to hold us back. We don't we, we got enough injuries. You know we got our our best offensive weapon is going to be coming off a, a ruptured Achilles tendon. Um, yeah, we got Etn coming back off the list, Frank. But let's let's put a plug on those injuries. 
Okay. And, and hopefully they're able to do that with a, uh, what is it? A first class, uh, medical and facilities organization as our ex coach used to say. Um, yeah. Maybe if he had a, uh, first class uh, attitude and uh, wanting to coach NFL football, uh, he wouldn't be a complete <laughs> embarrassment. But anyway, um, I'm going to throw jabs at him all night. I, I might throw jabs at him for the next year, five years. I think I you will. Just, I think you, gonna, I mean, again, keep throwing jabs. I, I will. T- I, I look, I, I'm going to, and I will give you every opportunity that you can, and I will just take it because I, you know, you were right. You said that when it, when it's going to get ugly, it's going to get ugly. I don't think you anticipated the honeymoon uh, phase to end so shortly, like maybe a month after being married. But you, I, I will give it to you. I was completely wrong. So this season, I will say, and every time you give a jab, I will take it because you are right. So, yes, you you, you got it. Man, I, I don't know. But I, I just even thinking about it, even when the article <laughs> dropped, I think it was USA Today last week or something about um Urban saying, oh, we I got fired because we didn't win. And, you know, just lying, just just lying. OK, Khan's answer was 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 cool, but it's still like. Everybody and their mama knew that. OK, and you still. You know, yeah, but it just 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 lying. I, I don't understand how, how he even um, says stuff like that and, and, you know, just says it with a straight face. You know, he should be a politician. I mean, he's had a couple politician is scandals, you know, so uh, it, it would fit the it would fit the, uh, the bill. Yeah. But back back to the back to the good stuff, to the current now um, with the with the with the, the the draft wrapped up finally and, and Walker signed his contract already. None of that. None of that gibberish. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, I think but that's I, I think now now, man, it, it goes. Now those 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 contracts are kind of uh, kind of slotted, so you don't really have the drama that you used to have with the contracts and things. Like Ask that. the Bosa so, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they were arguing about the language and uh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, the language. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do. But I, I am a component of people getting paid and getting that guaranteed money. I love it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, he got the guaranteed money. Hopefully he plays to where we get that fifth round. We, we plays good enough to where we can pick up that fifth round option and then really try to figure some things out. But, you know, my whole thing, and I'll say this, and I'll say this to I'm blue in the face, man. I just want uh, us to draft, and I hope this is the turning point. You know, forget all the Trent Balky stuff, everything else like that. I just hope this is to the turning point to where we have drafted someone and drafted players, and I get to keep a jersey for more than three years. <laughs> that's all I want. You know, I, I want, I want to be able to wear, you know, my, my Chad Muma Jersey, my Devin Lloyd, my Snoop Connor Jersey, and then have like a stain, like a random ketchup stain and be like, Oh yeah, that was the stain from when we, you know, put a 50 burger up on the Colts. You know, I want my Jersey to have like some nostalgia hold on it. You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I know you got lofty ambitions and goals. Okay. And I'm right there with you. I do too, but a 50 burger. Uh, I, I didn't say when. I didn't say when we were going to do it. I didn't. I didn't say this year. I didn't say coming up in twenty twenty two putting a fifty burger up on the Colts. I didn't say that. But I'm just saying, you know, I want my jersey to have a little bit. My my jersey to have a little bit of you know character behind it. You know, a little nostalgia behind it. I want us to win by fifty two. But I mean that. Uh, I mean, hey, it, 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 you you heard it here first. Uh, JK 3s got. Very oh, no, dreams. don't even <laughs> no. <got> big dreams. Okay. <laughs> don't even no, no, don't quote me on that. I'm yeah, just he got saying, big dreams. I just want my like right now, my Josh Allen jersey that I have. I mean, it looks brand new. It looks like nothing ever happened to it. It looks it looks pretty solid. Now, right now, I have not worn that one as much because I want them to continue to extend him. And I'm glad they picked up his fifth year option, you know, in the offseason. So I, I've got a little bit of hope. But man, I got some, I got some, some humdingers in the in the closet, man, that will never get worn again. You know, maybe just because I was just too overzealous. I think that's why I'm holding out on getting a Trevor. To be honest with you, that I don't want to jinx it. That would be shocking. I, I just that don't want to jinx it. That would be extremely shocking. Um, I just don't want to jinx it, bro. I don't, man. But no, you, you know, 
It's good that the fact that Walker went ahead and signed and, and the fact that we do have some young guys that are going to come in and uh, play for time immediately. Um, when you when you look at the linebacker position, you've got um, – I can never remember how to pronounce his name, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, Chad Muma. Um, yeah. He's coming in too. And so that'll be good for them to compete. You get, you know, mm-hmm. Fortner coming in at center. Uh, that's, you know, offensive line. I've said that that's a position that we needed to address, not just because of, um, you know, cap injuries, you know, Linder, um, you know, wish him nothing but the best. He, he gave it everything he had. Yeah. Um, still kind of uh, about that right side. I don't care who our offensive line coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that Juwan Taylor, but that's a, that's another story. So, just excited about that and excited about the fact that you trying to win at the point of attack. Yeah. I, I get it. You know, we didn't have the big splash at wide receiver. I mean, we did have it with Kirk, but Kirk, it was a slot receiver. You know, everybody's what's a slot, you know, slot, this percentage is a slot. He had D hop on his team. Whoop de whoop X, Y, Z. Half the people <clears throat> that talk about this stuff didn't, couldn't know what an X or Y or a Z is on the field. But the point is, we got one guy, but we got to get more and we do have to get more, you know, we do have to get better weapons, but weapons don't matter if you don't win at the point of attack. Yeah. I'm t- I've been, I've been saying that from day one. So we're going on year like six. I don't, I don't care what you, you think, you know, oh, you can go unretire or find the next Randy Moss. Cunningham and Culpepper don't launch that ball down the field. If, if you can't keep the quarterback upright. Yeah. So, that's why I'm excited about that. What was Walker my pick for first pick? No, I'll be first to admit. It. No, he wasn't. I didn't think he. I didn't think he. I thought we should have gone in a different direction. Yeah, uh, but at the end of the day, that's who we have. And hey, let's see if you know Kirby's like, oh, he he did exactly what we asked him to do. That's why he only had nine and a half sacks. Yeah. He wasn't all SCC or all American because he did exactly what we asked him to do. Okay, so that means he's good at following instructions. So that's a good thing. That's a that's actually a good thing. So let's see if he can actually rush the passer on third and eight, and we need to get off the field. That's what yeah. I'm I mean, getting off, that that front seven um, is is definitely an upgrade um, from 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 last year and probably the last couple of years. Man, the front seven. I'm really excited about this side of the ball. Uh, you know, especially with some of the free agent um, uh, acquisitions with Foyer, Aluakon. I, I mean, I'm again, man, Aluakon, uh, and then Devin Lloyd. And depending on if they, you know, if they bring in, um, you know, Walker, or if it's going to be Shaq or Chad, the, the linebacker core, it, it looks, it just looks really good. Um, I, I think the now the front seven is good. I think the defensive backs are okay. But mm-hmm. if the front seven is getting pressure and the front seven is taking care of what they need to, then Shaq Griffin, then uh, Cisco, um, you know, those guys, Darius Williams, those guys go to Pro Bowls if the yeah. front seven does their job along with the front seven as well. And then even on the offensive line, too, uh, I think they made some really good favorable, um, you know, incre- really good investment there, too. I think, you know, bringing in, like you said, Fortner. Uh, but then also, you know, Sheriff, uh, you know, creating that competition there, you know, and then also making sure Cam is taken care of. It's like, all right, Cam, we're going to pay you. You're going to get paid. Don't go out like in Gakway and hold out. And now you're on your fifth team in your fifth year. Show us what you got. Let's get let's get a long term, you know, franchise tag going and everything else like that. And now, you know, you got that continuity on the offensive line. So I love that continuity on the offensive line coming with Cam. Um, I, I love it also on, on the right side with Jawan. Uh, I think they upgraded the right side with Sheriff. Um, really good opportunity right there for, for Fortner and, and T-Law to kind of be married at the hip, like that Jeff Saturday kind of Peyton Manning, you know, kind of vibe that they, that they have. So, or, or that we, we hope is going to be. Um, and then there, man, hopefully it's, it's just from there, they got time and, you know, he's able to let it fly. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a, very optimistic, but at the same time, I just, you know, I, like we always talk about, we don't want to drink too much of the Kool-Aid um, yeah. because the Kool-Aid, sometimes you, you don't put enough sugar in it or you put too much water in it. Uh, it gets too sweet. 
too early. Um, schedule rolls out just like it has. We mentioned earlier that we're playing the AFC West this year. Uh, for for those listeners that aren't diehard football fans or don't follow the game as closely, let me explain something to you what you have in the AFC West. Boy. A gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not uh, it's it's not a gauntlet, bro. This is this is the this is the American gladiators. Like you got Nitro, Turbo, all of them just waiting yeah, for you. Yeah. And they're Temple, all gonna beat up on each other. <laughs> Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom type stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kansas City, you know, you know, if you follow any remnants of the NFL, Kansas City, I don't care. They lost Tyreek Hill. You know, they, they're still gonna have a bunch of firepower power with, with their offense. Um, the, the, the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, Herbert is, Herbert's amazing. He's yeah. an exceptional young NFL quarterback and he can go for 403 at any point at any time. He can go 303, 403. And, oh, and he'll run too. That's another thing. And he's big. He's like well, six, six. Before okay. before we get into before we get into the individual games, you want to try to take it like since everybody's kind of waiting on the schedule. Yeah. Do you want to kind of go like chronologically and we, really just take a look and see? We could do that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Because if I think about the AFC West too much, I might need to go get some anxiety yeah. stuff or something like that. You know. Uh, <laughs> well, but they're 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 saying that you know this is one this so so the schedule that we're going to go into a couple numbers behind it, a couple things. Uh, you know, one. I hate how the NFL has now created another just like holiday. So first it was a draft. Now it's the schedule release. Mm. So they've got us again, glued to the to Twitter, glued to all the rumors and everything else like that. So uh, do you know of any other sport that does this? Like, is there another sport out there where you, besides NBA and Christmas games, is there like another sport where you're like, man, I can't wait until the schedule. I can't, can't wait to see who, who, who we play. No, no. Do you think it's because of like the Monday night football, Sunday night football kind of thing? Uh, I mean, that has nothing to do with the Jags because we don't have any primetime games. So spoiler, you know, we <laughs> we don't have any primetime games again for like the 20th year in a row. But what do you I, I think, think it is? I think it's just the last thing collectively before the, the mini camps and the OTAs that you won't see from the NFL as far as reporting on individual teams until – the, the the actual you know fall camp opens or yeah. not fall camp I should say but camp opens in, in late mm-hmm. July uh, yeah. when the rookies have to report it's just you know something to maximize TV and and and, and media TV and phone right now yeah you know, they're so, always good they've always been good at that and that's true always, always been good at that well they're saying that the the Jaguar schedule this this year and I have I I don't see this but they're saying it's one of the weakest in the AFC, and it's tied for the 26th strongest, meaning that it's not that strong of a schedule. So out of the 32 teams in the NFL, uh, you know, we've got the 26th strongest. So meaning that there are, you know, a bunch of other teams up there that have, and I think the NFL does this to really kind of, you know, give other teams a chance and really kind of not produce that, you know, that, that same on losing season. The NFL is a a league of parody. They they really try their best to make sure that you can have that up and up. You can be the Bengals. You can be a couple of these teams that can have those, you know, couple one seasons by making sure that you're not going through that gauntlet as opposed to like the Rams or the Bucks or anybody else like that. That's got to go through, you know, the big boys almost week in and week out where every game counts. So I am excited about that. But, um, you know, to, to get into it and not really, you know, go into it any further. Uh, week one, 9-11 is going to be kind of, you know, it's going to be a a really good weekend opening football. You know, they'll have all the pageantry and the uh, memorials behind, uh, you know, 9-11, but opening up in D.C. Uh, with the Commanders. So what, what are your thoughts, you know, on, on that game? Yeah, they better cover uh, <coughs> McLaren. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? McLaren? That, that wide oh, Scary Terry? Yeah, scary Terry. Terry. They better cover him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and – You'll have Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is going to be out to prove some things. Andrew Noel, that should be a name that sounds familiar. He's going to be out to prove that he still has it. Yeah. So um, that that's you got Chase Young. Game. You got Chase Young on the other side too. Mm-hmm. And is he coming off an injury? Yeah, is, is I think he's injured? coming yeah. off ACL. Yeah, he's coming off injury, so he's going to have a little pep in his step if he's able to go to prove mm-hmm. that that knee's okay. They just need to be ready. They, they just uh, another shot here at old Urban. This ain't college. We could take a game off. Yeah, okay. herbs. 
All right. Um, it's, and the commanders are going to be ready to go. They're going to be yeah. ready to punch somebody in the mouth. Okay. Because they've been punching each other in the mouth during practice for those five or six weeks. And those three preseason games don't really matter to them. Right. Um, so we need to be ready. But yeah. 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 No, no, I see this one. Uh, you know, Wentz coming back again, probably got a bad taste in his mouth because uh, from, from last, from the last game of the season last year. Um, I think this is, I think this is a good opportunity for the Jags to to come out the gate and come out to be, be competitive. Honestly, I think this is a competitive team. I think this could be, uh, you know, a team that's not too far out of their, their league. You know, you're not going up against the, the Ferrari uh, of KC or anything else like that yet, but I think you're coming into a, uh, to a team that's got a little bit more, uh, a, a little bit more gel. We'll see how uh, Wentz has transitioned over into the leadership role within this team, but I don't think this is too far out of reach. I really don't. I, I don't think this game gets away from the Jags, you know, too far. I don't see this being uh, an absolute blowout or anything else like that. Um, I, it's still up in the air, up in the air, but I'm not giving it a, a prediction game. But I, I'm not. This one is not like you know. Th- th- this doesn't have a lot of scary, you know, things around it. I, I see this probably being maybe a one possession game, depending, you know, on both teams, depending on how solid the defense is gelled during uh, training camp. But I, overall, you know, I think this is a good opening test. I think it's a good test for the team. Sum it up. The game. Th- this is a road game that they should really want to win. Obviously, they want to win, go out to compete to try to win every week. Yeah. Every week. But this is how you can set the tone that the mentality of the team has changed. Mm -hmm. Let's see if Peterson's coaching and his influence in the building in a short time. This is how you can set the tone. Yeah. To prove that the mentalities has changed. To go up there and get that W. And then to carry that over, I mean, you've got Indy. Next week, the week after that. So you've got Indy on 9-18. Um, divisional opponent, you know, another chance right there to go ahead and, and, and really set yeah. you know, your foot down. But it, it's Indy's, Indy historically does not play well in Jacksonville. That's true. And, and Matt Ryan, you know, has got the new group of receivers. And um, you're going to have a basically not a new offense, I guess you could say, but it's going to just have maybe have a different feel to it. <clears throat> but that's again another team, another average NFL team. That if you, if we come home for the home home opener and get waxed by like twenty mm-hmm. by the Colts, okay, yeah. then again, I'm looking for that tone setter. I'm yeah. looking for that attitude. If we lose at a last second field goal, it's heartbreaking, yes, but it's better than. Knowing that you know Trevor didn't threw two picks trying to force it into double coverage because we're down ten with right. six minutes to go. So, but if um, if if we're down ten, if we're down ten, I'll tell you who's going to be coming hard off the off the line. That's Ngakwe. Ngakwe's you know now you know in the division. You don't think he's got something to say about the Jags? He's probably got you know a, a, a terrible taste in his mouth. Still, still probably got a chip on his shoulder. Still got something to prove. Still hasn't been paid. So what better way to come out and take a lot of a lot of that frustration out, you know, against the team that should have paid you? Damn. That's why you get paid, <laughs> man. Damn. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's he's gonna be on the other side. And, and might have got some, some wars in practice, man. What's up? Let yeah, us know. Nah. Yeah. I think I think Jan is gonna come. I, I think he is he's gonna be hungry to make a statement on, on that game on, on that game. I mean, and plus he's gonna have two opportunities. You know, to 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 play the Jags. Um, you know, now that he's in the division, but I think you know you you got a, a division game right there, and then I think most importantly too, going into after the uh, after the Colts, uh, you got the, the Chargers. Now this game scares me for a lot of reasons. Number one, the Jags do not travel well to the West Coast, so got that one out of the way. Uh, number two. The Chargers are just going to be one of those teams, and they've done a really good job to build, you know, themselves up to run with that AFC West. I mean, you got Bosa on the side, you got Khalil Mack, you got Derwin James, you got Asante Samuel Jr. That's just on the defense, and then on the offense, you got Herbert, who's just getting better every year. You got Austin Eckler, who's getting better every year. You got Keenan Allen. You got Mike Williams. 
I mean, this team is stacked, bro. It's it's very surprising that they haven't done more with what they have. And this might be their year. This might be the year they come out and do that. But they need to – the Jags for this one just need to hold on. Mm-hmm. Just hold on and play within yourself and see what happens. <laughs> just hold on. Hold on. Look, that, 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 that ranking you spit out earlier for the NFL said 26, right? They said that because our division's so weak, because our division watered down the fact that we got to play the AFC West. Okay, so just hold on against the Chargers. That's all I'm going to say. All right, so you hold on against the Chargers. Uh, you know, so you got back-to-back, so this is going to be their, their long. Uh, they got two uh, away games back-to-back, so you got uh, the Chargers uh, in L.A., and then you got uh, October 2nd, Doug making his return back to uh, Lincoln Financial Field in, in Philly. So I think the big story behind this one, there's no way Minshew is going to be playing, right, by week four. Barring something catastrophic happens, but so I think the biggest biggest story here is uh, you know Doug returning to the link. How, how do you think the reception is going to be? Because Eagle, be Eagles cheap. fans, Eagles fans have been this. I mean, they 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 booed and threw batteries at Santa Claus. So what do you think? That's Santa Claus, though. This man got them a ring. Okay, he <laughs> he. They're gonna love him. Don't no. Don't uh uh-uh. uh. No, they're gonna they're they're gonna boo him. Don't get me wrong. And they're gonna want their Eagles to win. They, they, Philadelphia has the most passionate fan base out of all professional sports. Out of all professional sports, in my opinion, like one at least one of the top three. All right, um, they're gonna they're gonna boo him when they play, but they're gonna love him at the end of the day. If they saw him in the parking lot, if. <laughs> If Urban Meyer walked through the parking lot in Philly, he's probably getting jumped. Okay. Now, <laughs> granted, it might be Jags fans behind that, but <laughs> he's probably you're, getting jumped. <laughs> you're really gonna you're really gonna give all season. I'm gonna get this from you, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Doug, but, Doug comes but, back. But Doug, Dougie comes back and he's in the Jag gear, they're gonna yeah. take pictures with the man. That that's how they feel about him. They're not gonna jump him. They might well help him to his car. Now they might be like, "All right, enough's enough. You got to go." But they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna beat him up. But how poetic! How how poetic is that? If Doug walks in, walks into the city that he won the ring and comes out with a W with the Jaguars, they just won't throw anything. Uh, <laughs> they might boo, but they won't throw anything. Okay, they, they still gonna love. They don't want to hurt him. One of the uh, another piece of the sta- uh, of the of the. Um, of the schedule that I look at too is like the national coverage team. Cause you know, like more teams get coverage than other teams. Right. So Philly is one of those teams that gets like nationwide coverage. So if the Jags, if, if Philly ends up beating the Jags, it, the storyline is Doug makes his return back to the link comes out with an L, you know, here is what happened. And then if the story's flipped around, it's going to be what did Nick Sirianni do to lose against Doug Peterson as he came in to Philadelphia. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. and I, I look at those storylines a lot. So, and also I, I look to see how much coverage the Jazz are going to get on sports center, because again, we're not getting any primetime coverage. So um, I, I haven't named any games yet that have anything outside of a 1 PM kickoff yet. So you have to, uh, you know, do, do a little quality control there and, and make sure that I, I've got everything. But um, I think so after Philly, uh, another division game um Houston, we rebuilding. better beat them. We better Gotta beat be a them. W, right? We better beat them. There's just, don't even – let's look at the offense, defense. No yeah. no, no analysis needed. If you, if we don't beat them, you know, Houston, there's a problem. Okay, let's let's keep it going. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's just how I feel. Okay, so after Houston, you got Indy. So the thing that I like it again, so we're at Indy. What I like about this is that you've gotten two games out of the way with the strongest – you know, opponent in the, in the, in, well, in my opinion, it's going to be the strongest team, you know, in the AFC South. So you've got both of those two, you got two of those games out of the way within almost the first quarter and a half of, of the season. You know what I mean? So it's not like I, I would, I would rather, I would, I, and I'm probably going to eat my words here a, a little bit later after taking a look at the schedule, but um, I, I'm glad we got those out of the way. Yeah, no, it, it does make it, it, it Looking at the schedule, it does uh, make good that you can get on a little, get a little momentum before you um, head into a couple of more tougher games uh, with the with the Houston uh, game, and then you know circling back with Indy on the on the second round. That's funny. So we get them week two and week six, and then we're done. 
That's uh, no, it's a little bit early for them, but usually yeah. we get that second indie game towards the latter part of the year. But you, know, right. you got to shake things up. But um, the second indie, but the second indie game is going to be replaced at the end of the year, just to give everybody a little bit of, of headway. The second indie game is going to be replaced with that. We close at Houston and Tennessee here, and you know, so it's pick your poison, basically. Man, I tell you what. I know we're we're skipping down a little bit, but there's nothing more that I'd love to see Tannenbaum. That's what I call him, Ryan Tannehill. Tannenbaum uh, get get kicked to the ground um, last week of the season here, and hopefully f- with us fight for a winning record uh, and or a wild card spot um, or a playoff spot. Doesn't matter what it is. I'd love nothing more than that. I can't. Tennessee is just uh, it annoys me, but. So we got uh, after Houston, uh, and we're going to jump around a little bit just for 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 time's sake. But after Houston, you got the Giants, uh, and then uh, we also have uh, later on in, our Giants are going to be here in Jacksonville. So this is going to be a good one. But then I, I can't remember the last time we played both teams, um, you know, uh, that are quote unquote in Jersey. So we got the Giants, and then we got uh, the Jets later on in the year. Uh, in New York or in in uh, was it East East Rutherford? Yeah, so they're they're both in East Rutherford. Uh, so what do you think about the uh, the Giants? I haven't, you know, the Giants are. Um, I, I think they're you know Dayball coming over from the Bills. Um, I'm not really. This is another game too that I'm not. I, I think the Jacks can be really competitive with as well. I do too. I, I think that um, the Giants have had a real kind of pedestrian. Um, kind of offense to them, kind of a flow to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Jones is a – he's a decent NFL QB. And and what I mean by decent is he's not going to – he's not going to shock you, but he's not going to um, – he's not going to just put up these amazing uh, numbers and stats. Um, he, what he played – I'm looking at him right now. He played 11 games last year. He only went, you know, nine nine touchdowns, seven picks, I think. So he's just kind of pedestrian with it. And he's got to prove himself this year. So you're going to have some hungry guys. I think maybe Saquon Barkley comes back and looks like himself. Maybe he doesn't. Um, but this is definitely a game that you can win. This is definitely a game that, you, you know, you, you, you line up and you try to win every week. But this is yeah. one here that – you know, I'm looking for an attitude change, a culture change. Yeah, this, these are one of those. One these of are the games, games where you you should be very competitive with. Now, not like you said, any given Sunday, you know. And, and I hope you guys are getting what we're saying, or are you all get, get what I'm saying? Like any given Sunday, yes, you can get a dub. And we're not trying to be, you know, pessimistic Jags fans or anything else like that. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, you're you're not good until you're good. And the Jags haven't been good for quite some time. So, you know, kind of taking a little bit of these W's that we can get and where we can see the team being competitive is really going to really show, um, you know, what, what you know, if, if Doug and this whole culture change has actually happened. I think the, the Giants drafted pretty well. I mean, they've got Evan Neal. So, of course, they're going to go ahead and get Daniel Jones some help and get some help in the offensive line. Uh, then they also went and got Thibodeau as well. So they, they got two, you know, plug and play players automatically on offense and defensive line. Um, so, I mean, it should be interesting. Um, so after the giants, which I hope we win because it's going to get, it, it's getting ugly after this. So that whole AFC West gauntlet, you know, we're going to run through it. We've got Denver at L- Denver in London. We've got Las Vegas uh, in Jacksonville right after the buy. So, I thought that was very odd that they didn't, um, you know, give the Jags a bye week after coming back from London. So I guess they're telling us that we should be used to it by now. So you got Denver, you got uh, Las Vegas, and then you got K- then you're at KC. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's a tough three-game stretch right there. That's a That's tough a three very three-game three stretch. That's Denver's so going to be a different team. Russell Wilson's going to make them a different team. Denver, historically, as a franchise, has always been committed to running the ball, and that falls right into to Russell Wilson's alley. He's still that guy. He still can play. He's got a cannon for an arm. He's probably you know got a little bit more extra juice in him, a little bit more um, motivation. Uh, leaving Seattle to see if he can you know lead this Denver team to a playoff berth. So that game and that game in uh, in London is going to be huge. And just for the fact that hey. We we're used to going over there, although I hate it, um, and they're not. So let's see if they can if we can pull out a W. And yeah. in that game, that game against the Raiders, man, I'm glad that game is here. Or glad it's in Jacks. If it was, I mean, that's the only saving Vegas, grace, man. That's I the only know. saving grace we have is with it being in Jacksonville. Honestly, like that's yeah. the only thing that's more that that's exciting about it because I, I think. And but then again, this is all depending on. And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but, you know, what if, you know, Carr and Devontae aren't like on the best foot or don't have the chemistry settled yet, which I doubt it. They probably have it, but I'm just it's I mean, the team is stacked too. that whole AFC West, man. It seemed like everybody it was like an arms race. They all really just had to beef up their squad, uh, you know, just looking at, you know, again, a, a casual glance at the roster in um, for, for the for Raiders. You got Darren Waller. You got Devontae, you got Hunter Renfro, who is a technician when running the routes. You got Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake behind him. Uh, and then on the defense, man, they got a couple of guys, too, with Max Crosby. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you've got Chandler Jones as well coming on the other side, which I, w- I was hoping the Jags would have got Chan Jones in uh, free agency. Uh, and then you got uh, Rocky Shin, who's a, who's a pretty decent cornerback as well. So Denzel Perryman at the linebacker spot. I, again, the AFC West this year is going to be the toughest division in football. I I, I agree. I mean, I, I believe. What do you think? Yeah. No, it is going to be the toughest division in football. And looking at how hungry those those teams are going to be, they know that uh, that that they're going to be playing. Um, you know, the Jag, every team knows they're going to have the Jags on their schedule. So, you know, hopefully, we're not looked at as an automatic win. And if they or look get at back us game. as an automatic, yeah, a get back game. And if yeah. they look at us at an automatic win, again, this is going to go back to that culture piece I keep harping on. Let's see if Peterson has these guys motivated. Hey, we're not like, aren't y'all tired of being a doormat? Like, yeah. you know, tell me, are you tired of being a doormat? Really? Mm-hmm. Because that's what you've been. Um, you've been a doormat for the league for the last, you know, four years. Yeah. But let's turn this around. So, and then that KC game after that, man. Mm. They're going to need that bye week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look. Okay, here's the deal with KC. They lost Tyreek Hill. I get it. All right. He wanted to go home to Miami, and that's, you know, whatever. But they're still going to be very dangerous. Okay. They're going to oh. be extremely dangerous. Like, yeah. people, like, like they're not going to, like, they, their coaching is so, you know, beyond of what most teams have, 90% of the teams in the league have, that they're going to scheme around that. And they're just going to keep moving. I guarantee there's going to be a receiver that nobody knows is probably going to go for a thousand yards. It's going to be. It's not going to be anybody that, that they don't know. It's going to be Sky Moore. So, yeah. you, you, that's what it's going to be. And they're still very fast. I mean, you still got Valdez Scantling. You still got McCole Hartman. You still got you. You got Sky Moore. Juju for whatever. He, I mean, Juju. We we would love to have him here. Say what you want. But then you got the running game with Ronald Jones, uh, Edwards Hilaire, and then you you got uh, Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're still just because they lost the cheetah doesn't mean they lost. I don't think they, they lose a step because they lost him. I think yeah. they still continue to be that high powered, you know, that offense. And you still got Mahomes, So uh, high, high powered offense still uh, just because they let go one piece of their, um, you know, their arsenal. 
they, I, I still think they're they're I still think they're good. Uh, and then after the bye, you got Baltimore. So, so there's, there's something about the Baltimore game, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson is in the middle of a contract negotiation with the Baltimore Ravens. We better pray that that deal is done by the time we play them. Because if it's not done, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, I bet. He hasn't really talked about it. He's tried to keep it out of the media. But we all know in this league what motivates these players? Money, okay? Money motivates them. And if Baltimore hadn't worked out that deal with him, by the time week 12 comes, I think we're going to get everything he's got and some. But if they've worked it out, he might take his foot off the gas a little bit. I'm just saying that's just my it's just my opinion, but that's just what I think. This is probably one of the Ravens are probably one of the teams that we're supposed to be scared of, but I'm not scared of. I'm not terrified of the Ravens. Um, you know, they don't really I know they're good. I know that. And I don't know if it's because of their division. I don't know if it's because they've had a, a little bit of recent success, uh, you know, because the NF or the AFC North, um, you know, it, it's it's the Bengals division, the Bengals and the uh, the Steelers division now for them to duke it out. So Baltimore has, you know, kind of found themselves in that third place spot, uh, you know, uh, uh, and then Cleveland has returned to the basement. So I, this one, Again, this one on paper, this one doesn't scare me. This one, to me, I feel like this is going to be one of the ones where you put up a fight against. You know, you you really go out there. You don't necessarily lay down because the bully's in the yard. Now you take the fight to the bully. Um, you know, of course, Lamar is who Lamar is. But you know, on the on, on the defensive side, I think this is an opportunity to really go after uh, a couple of players that are really in that, like, I mean, you, of course you got Calais. So, uh, you know, Calais is going to be there in, in the middle, but I think you got a front seven, you know, here in Baltimore that is, you know, it, it's athletic, but I don't think they are, you, you can get over onto them. I, I, I don't think there's a lot like Marlon Humphrey. Um, you know, you got some guys there that, that may, depending on how Doug runs this offense, depending on how, you know, fast we're, we're going to be on paper, I, I don't see this one being, you know, one of those just just games where I, I'm shivering. I think this is a really good game where you can, you know, compete um, in the history in the past when we played Baltimore. It's been, you know, or I should be saying Baltimore instead, of, <laughs> but at, we we played them pretty tough. So yeah, I'm not, um, you know, I, I'm worried about for for this one. I think this is going to be a good one, but it all depends on how J.K. Dobbins is. Yeah, yeah. Now. Like I said, I just think that that, that contract situation is because Baltimore, as Lamar Jackson goes, that's how Baltimore goes. Yeah, uh, they're, they're a solid football team, but they have an X factor at quarterback uh, that can do a lot of things. And it just depends on how motivated he is. Uh, now, he's he, I think he's in the fifth year of his deal, so he's probably getting 20 plus right now. So, yeah, but he wants that extension. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, that he extendo, that yeah, he wants that extension. So, um, we'll see. So after after uh, Baltimore, you got Detroit. So yeah. honest, and, and so honest thoughts, honest thoughts on Detroit. Without looking at the roster, I don't know if you have it. I've got it up, but honest thoughts on Detroit. Go. Yeah, golf. <laughs> yeah, Jared Goff. Okay, he's gonna throw picks. He's gonna do boneheaded things. Got to capitalize on it. Kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Detroit's going to be better coached, though. They're going to be well, they're going to be better coached this year. They're not going to be Detroit. If you see the things they did in the draft and see the things that they were trying to do in free agency, they weren't just trying to hit home runs with, you know, wide receivers and big play guys. They were trying to get guys that can go in and that are hungry and compete and that want to be there. That's what they're trying to do. Now, they still got golf, which, like I said, boneheaded QB interceptions, all that jazz, but. Um, they're going to be a better team, but golf's going to give you an opportunity to go win the game because he's going to turn the ball over. Um, I wonder what I wonder how DJ is going to do in this one. Of course, there'll be a lot of eyes on on DJ, and um, you know, really seeing how that offense is and seeing how he has if he if he's being uh, you know if he's going to thrive in that offense. I think by now this is week thirteen. 
So I think by now you're going to have like a lot of tape and a lot of things on, on him. And then I think the current DBs right now have a pretty good uh, you know, idea of how fast and how athletic he is. So I'll be interested to, you know, look at that matchup, uh, you know, to see what they're going to be doing there. So, but again, the, the Detroit Lions are in the, in my opinion, the same boat, uh, you know, with the Jags, you're good until you're good or you're, you're, you're bad until you're good. And, you know, it's going to be two bad teams right there, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, uh, you know, facing. So uh, another storyline in the schedule, too, that uh, so we're at week 11 right now, or excuse me, week uh, 14 uh, at Tennessee. So I hate playing Tennessee at Tennessee because, number one, it's going to be cold December. And then we play them again within the next four weeks. So we play Tennessee twice uh, in four weeks. And I, I don't like that only because this team has our number, has had our number and will continue to have our number until something changes. Like, I, I think the last time we won in Nashville was like in like 14 or 15. Well, this one's going to be another one of those uh, culture games. Um, rule number one, don't let Derrick Henry wear you down and in the fourth quarter beat you down. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's where our, our new linebackers are going to come in and help out big time. Uh, the, these are the things that we need to do. Cause remember, it's all been about assignment football. Okay. Um, let's go back a little bit. We had a episode not that long ago where we talked about why they went in a different direction with miles Jack. Okay. And they decided to get uh foyer because of solo tackles. In my, in my opinion, what does that solo tackles means assignment football in the right position, in the right place to make a play. Yeah, they both had similar total tackles, but when you look at assignment football from a uh, an individual standpoint of where you were to make the plays, that is a, w- what we need, and that's what we need to beat the Titans, is assignment, stake, mistake-free football to, to be able to corral that, that big beast of a running back and then hope that Tannebaum makes some uh, bad throws, um, which we know he's capable Again. of. <laughs> Again. Yeah. So you got that. And then um, December 18th, probably going to be one of the, I would say, more packed games of the season. Uh, you know, the, the Cowboys coming to Jacksonville. Cowgirls. Uh, December 18th. I mean, uh, I wouldn't talk about your ex-team like that, man. Hey, look, Okay. <laughs> Um, for those that don't know, I grew up a <laughs> Dallas fan. Uh, I grew up a Dallas fan because uh, Emmett Smith was the first ever football player I asked my dad about. I know you didn't ask for that, but that's true. When we lived in over in Tallahassee, uh, hey, what, what school game. did you go to? He went to Pensacola. Um, or oh, you talking about college? Yeah, uh, yeah, he went to Florida. Shut up. Um, but anyway, so that's why just I grew up being a I Dallas fan. I, I left the Cowboys sometime uh, in the 90s after like 96, 97. And I always loved the Jags hometown team, but I'm showing my age here a little bit because I watched, started watching football before the Jags came uh, or were, were a team. Were they wearing leather helmets when you started watching? No, definitely was not that old. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but, but yeah, so I just don't like Jerry Jones. I think he ran the team into the ground. I think we can obviously have a shot at beating him because – they are a good team, but they don't have the line that they're used to have. Like their line has been decimated by some injuries and some free agency. Um, they're probably going to have a good line, but it's not going to be that plow line like people are used to them having over the last few years. Yeah, um, yeah I know they got CD Lamb and Dak and all that other stuff. Yeah, and they and they resigned Gallup and all that, but. I, I think they're not going to be the team that everybody thinks they are this year. This is going to be a test uh, again. That front seven that I was talking about earlier, if that front seven can get some pressure here, if they don't get pressure here, this game could get ugly just because of the playmakers with CD, uh, Gallup. Then you got Ze- uh, uh, Zeke. Tony Pollard is, is emerging as a really good running back as well. Uh, Dalton Schultz, you know, he's, he's, he's a good tight end. So I think they have weapons. And then of course, Dak, he's not the worst quarterback in the NFL by any means, That's oh. by any means. So I, I think that front seven is, 
it's it's going to be a track meet with this team and that front seven. A lot of assignment football. Um, you know, I think this game you're really going to see. I, I think you're December, depending on what the records are and depending on where they are. This is where you're going to really have to, you know, kind of nut up and see what you what, what kind of team you got under the hood. I mean, if they're out of playoff contention, which historically, you know, the Jags are <laughs> by by this time, by December, like you got to really just come out there and really just see what you're worth. So, and again, I think one of the main things and one of the main things that we, we keep talking about is like the culture change. If the culture is going to be changed, if the culture is going to be, you know, if, if Doug is installing, you know, what we're going to go out and play to the last whistle and everything. I think, you know, this game right here on both sides of the ball could get. You know, I mean, you got Michael Parsons on the defense. You got Demarcus Lawrence again, veteran, awesome, awesome player. Until he's not an awesome player, um, Hooker, who, who's seen it all, or who, who's not seen it all yet, but is a uh, is a good free safety. And then you got uh, probably the second best corner in the league right now with uh, with Trey Diggs. So I don't think I, I mean this is this this right now. It, it could be a good game. It really could, but that front seven is going to be relying on on, on how we how we hold up. Yeah. As long as they don't get it away from us. Yeah. Um, wrapping up, you got the Jets on week sixteen on Thursday night football, which is the only prime time ish game that we're always going to get. So um, London and Thursday night football. So the Jets uh, again, they drafted very well, but you know they they're in the same position with Detroit. Uh, you know, within this team or within the, the the season that I think that can definitely be a winnable game, even though it is uh, in East, East, East Rutherford and, um, you know, closing out Houston and, Te- and Houston and, uh, and Tennessee. So, you know, that that's short it. Week, that short week with the Jets, that's going to be an interesting one playing, you know, playing the Cowboys and seeing turn around and playing the Jets. Uh, four days. That, yeah. Four days. It, it, it's, it's just, the Cowboys, you can get up to play them. Anybody's going to get up to play the Cowboys. But then to turn around and have to go up to East Rutherford to play the Jets, um, that's going to be that's going to be interesting. And, and you know, Zach Wilson's trying to prove himself. He's trying to prove yeah. that he belongs. He's trying to prove that he wasn't a fluke second pick behind Trevor, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. So um hate the fact we got to go up there two times in a row because weren't we up there last year? That yeah. game was up there last year. Yeah. So It was when he ran off when he had that nice run. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, the schedule, it, I don't pay attention to any of those stinking rankings because we know that our division is weak. Okay. And that's why the rankings, you know, have it down because the AFC South is the weakest division probably in the NFL. Um, but we, we have some a gauntlet of games. We've got some very rough, rough stretches, two rough stretches, um, possibly three, depending upon how that Cowboys and short week with the Jets to finish up the season, depending upon where we are. What it could look like as far as finishing up the season in, in total record, anything over seven or eight wins to me is is good. I mean, yeah, we, we, last year we finished with more wins than we did the year before, but we were still absolutely terrible. Um, terrible enough to have the first pick again. Anything over seven wins to me is a uh, is a victory. Now, do I want to see them win more? Sure. Is it too early to be even guessing that? Absolutely. But looking at this, looking at the schedule, and looking at some of the things they could do if they get there, if the culture changes, then you'll you'll know, and we'll know what the culture, how the culture changes, based off of you know, obviously the the five thousand leaks we have. Um, who knows, you know, who's going to leak what, but just the fact that the players, you see how engaged they are. You see what, what Peterson's talking about um, in interviews. You, you will see, we'll be able to tell very early, even, you know, after the first couple weeks of the season too, if the culture has truly changed, this isn't college where we have three or four recruiting cycles to change the culture. The NFL, you should be able to flip that on like a switch if you know what you're doing. Because all these guys have talent. They're in the NFL for a reason. So it's not talent. Yeah. It's more about the, the system and the scheme. Yeah, no, it is a um, – we're going to find out quick on, on what this team is made of. And I, I think I, I think you said what, six? You said six wins? Seven. Seven? Seven, ten, or better. I'll take it. 
I mean, of course, we'll take it. But what do you yeah. think? What do I think? Ah, oh, man. I'm not drinking any Kool-Aid, so I'm going 7 and 10. 7 and 10 is what you think? I, I'm I, I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards 5. Ah, Honestly. Buddy. Buddy. 5? I'm, I'm just... Uh, again, man, because you're not good until you're good. And... Five, the, the, I mean, Trevor will, I mean, they, they, they got willed to one win last year. So no team has never had the, uh, the first pick three years in a row. Um, Houston is not that we, we're, we're going to beat Houston. So, uh, you know, Houston is in, in total, you know, they began their rebuilding mold and they're doing it from the side uh, of the opposite side of the ball with getting Derek Stingley and again, trying to get that defense back. Um but no, nah, man, I, I I just see five wins. I, I see some. I see a lot of competitive games. You know, I see some winnable games. But out of the competitive and the winnable games, you know, number one, that AFC, that AFC West is is absolutely terrifying to me. Like that that those teams are they've they're they're built it and they've been consistent. But until I see something different, man, and you know, I'm usually the one. <laughs> giving them more credit than what they are. But yeah, I think five wins, man. Just just taking a look at it. I, I can't I can't even really look. It's too early. Uh, yeah, talk to me in like too, talk to me in July. Because here's what'll happen. <laughs> Here, here's what'll happen. These, these are the unfortunate things that'll happen. Injuries will happen. They always do. It's very rare when a team doesn't have injuries. Usually when a team doesn't have injuries, they luck out and they do things, you know, like we did five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but the injuries will be the key and see how we shake out, see how players come back from injury too. That's another thing. Um, and then let's see what other injuries kind of shake out around the, the teams that we are playing. And then we can kind of go from there. But I think seven, you know, like I said, just it's so early, but seven is somewhere I'd like for them to reach. Yeah. Let's see if they can do it. I but, hear you. It, but also let's fight. Let's not look just, you know, you had guys running the wrong routes last year. You had guys that were disinterested, especially after the, uh, the, the, the bar incident, you know, just Marvin Jones yelling like Marvin Jones is like, Apparently, one of the calmest, coolest guys, and he was getting into it with herbs. You know, if the if the coolest guy in the room is ready to smack you, you need to leave. I mean, he should have just quit. Like I don't know why he was even here. So, um, yeah, well, it's going to be very, very. Uh, it's not going to be very clear, but it's it's going to be very, very exciting to see how the team looks and see that culture change, see if Peterson, if, it, if he's able to flip that switch. We need it flipped quickly. None of this year two junk. Fight. If we, lost, if we lost 10 games and five of them were by a field goal, I could live with that. I could, I could really live with or, you know, or six were by a field goal or less, I could, win, I could live with that. Because that means at least we're in the game. If, I, if Trevor's able to throw for over 65% and get 20 touchdowns and 10 picks, I can live with that. You know, let's say if he threw for like 3,824 touchdowns, 10 picks. I can live with that. You want to wrap it up? Let's do it. <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying okay. to say. But, hey, man, but that, that's it for us today. Hopefully uh, next week in the next couple of weeks we'll be back. We'll have Corey on. Um, and just FYI, you know, uh, JK three is getting some, some, uh, some perks, uh, for, uh, some tickets and, uh, oh, no. <laughs> Corey, Corey is not, uh, so the, the text conversations, we really try to keep it PG on here, but we so bad want to make, uh, a, an, an unrated show so we can share some of the text messages because Corey is having a heck of a time with the Jags ticket office. Um, with his season tickets. So we'll see how that shakes out, what kind of attitude and mood he's in. If you ever, if you on Twitter or anything, just mention Corey and mention his tickets, he might go off on a 20-minute tirade. Okay, just 
Just saying. But um, no, that's going to be it for us today. We, we really appreciate all you, all the listeners out there. Please give us a five-star review. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us if there's something you like for us to talk about. Um, we appreciate all the, all the love and follow-backs that we get. Um, but uh, thanks again, and we look forward to talking to you guys soon. Talk to you later, guys. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.